Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everybody, it's Brian No, In for Big Ben Maller. I'm sorry. All right? I, I didn't kidnap Big Ben. He's out. They asked me to fill in. You freaking deal with it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I come with kindness here. Have a fun show for you. Um, Eddie, goodness, the demons in the closet are real. I, I forgot that he's a tool guy. And, and now, just something related to Van Halen. I, you'll hear it in the first hour. It's. I don't think I can tease anything else on the podcast. We got ball, good some good football discussions, but uh, you know, hopefully you enjoy. Check it out. Oh, what's going on, everybody? I don't know how I'm going to focus right now. Coop just told me they canceled most of the Rage tour. It's unbelievable. Eddie is. Uh, is he Nostradamus over here? We're, we'll get into that a little bit later. Get into it a little bit later, right? Can't be waiting till 2023 to go see Rage. You got to go Well, you can. And uh, we'll get into the music stuff a little bit later. But we start with ball. We start with ball. Some preseason action. Now, look, I'm not going to break down the actual games. We know that doesn't matter. But the teams matter. And so with the Giants... Beating the Patriots. It was 23-21 on Thursday night. What's one of the takeaways? I'm looking at the Patriots sideways. Like, what are you guys doing? The headlines are just hysterical after this game. Leading up to the game and then after the game. I just uh, was searching Matt Patricia. Because Matt Patricia was once the defensive coordinator for the Patriots. I was like, how many years was it? What was the year range? I was just looking that up. He was there for six years as the defensive coordinator. Now he's calling offensive plays. But that's not it. So while searching Matt Patricia's name and 
finding out a couple of facts, I stumbled onto this random assortment of headlines. And it's just comedy. One headline from Bleacher Report. Patriots' Matt Patricia calls offensive plays in preseason opener versus Giants. Headline from Yahoo Sports. Joe Judge now calling plays for Patriots. (laughs) And one other one from the Boston Herald. Bill Belichick explains why Matt Patricia, Joe Judge, both called plays in Patriots preseason opener. You remember they used to play that that cut on the sideline of Vince Lombardi saying, what the hell's going on out here? That's what I feel like with the Patriots right now. What are they doing? They've got two coaches calling plays. One was a defensive coordinator. Joe Judge has mostly, in his coaching career, been a special teams guy. For the most part, that's what he's been. We got both of those guys calling plays right now. So Belichick, he was asked about this after the game. What were the benefits of the play-calling rotation was one of the questions. Belichick said, I thought it would be a good opportunity for us to do that. Okay. Follow-up question. Has he decided whether uh, Patricia or Judge will call plays? Like, are you deciding that, Coach? We're going through a process, is what Belichick said. This is literally, this was a couple of months ago. A buddy of mine is a Patriots fan. And so we're just talking ball, and I was like, hey, who do you think is going to be the offensive coordinator? And he said, it's probably going to be Matt Patricia. And I said, what? It's like, yeah, it's supposed to be Patricia. I thought he was out of his mind. I'm like, maybe he isn't like, I don't know, keeping up with the Patriots. There's no way. Sure enough, sure enough, kind of right where they haven't actually named an offensive coordinator. It's the it's the most bizarre thing that's going on here. And there are all these reports from Patriots training camp where the offense just looks like a freaking mess. It looks like a disaster right now. And they have gone from Josh McDaniels, now the head coach of the Raiders, and they've got this dual play-calling system of the former defensive coordinator and a former special teams coach. It's freaking weird, man. And so it comes down to this. Boils down to this in my mind. With Belichick polling this, I don't know why. I don't know what he's thinking here. But the question that pops up in my mind is, How much smarter did Tom Brady make Belichick appear to be? That's the question in my mind. And my answer is a lot. Now, this requires some explaining over here. I'm not telling you that Belichick is dumb. I'm not telling you he's fool's gold. That would be ridiculous. He won two rings as a defensive coordinator with the Giants. He knows what he's doing, okay? He's not some hack coach over there. But... Although he's really smart, this makes no sense to me what he's doing with not naming an offensive coordinator and having a guy from the defensive side of the ball and then another guy who's mostly a special teams guy, they're sharing play-calling responsibilities. Freaking weird. It's weird. Makes no sense. And the interesting part to me is if Belichick didn't have the run of success with the Patriots, which was largely overwhelmingly fueled by Tom Brady. He was the main guy. Not the only, but the main guy. If Belichick didn't have that success, you know how we'd be looking at him right now? We'd be looking at Belichick the way we look at Matt Patricia. It'd be the same thing. Belichick would have flamed out with the Cleveland Browns, and let's say he had middling success, nothing stellar at all with the Patriots, didn't win championships... If he flamed out of two places, we'd be looking at him exactly how we look at Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia won Super Bowl rings as a defensive coordinator with the Patriots, and he was awful with the Lions as a head coach. Do we look at that guy? It's, oh, Matt Patricia, that guy's smart. No, we don't. His reputation's in the toilet right now. That's how we would look at Belichick. It was one thing that Dick Vermeil said during his Hall of Fame speech last week. He said, you know, it was amazing. I I got a lot smarter as a football coach when Marshall Falk was my running back. It's amazing how much smarter I suddenly got. 
I'm not saying that these coaches don't know what they're doing. But, man, when you get star talent, it is it makes a world of difference. Now, to be fair, I'm not going to do a whole Brady-Belichick thing, but last thing on this, and I'll get to another game. There aren't a lot of coaches that would have put Brady in the position to have success the way Belichick did. That first year where Brady was the starting quarterback – there are a lot of coaches that would have said, oh, okay, we've got Bledsoe back now. Remember the AFC title game against the Steelers? Brady got hurt. Bell- um, you had Bledsoe come in to save the day. And so there was a real question of who's going to start in the Super Bowl. Is it going to be Tom Brady who was filling in for Bledsoe most of the year? Or is it the veteran that you gave $100 million to that's healthy again that, that just won the last game for you? And got you to the Super Bowl. And Belichick went with Brady. There are a lot of head coaches that wouldn't have done that. So Belichick, he made a bold, bold move. And you got to give him credit for that. But the point still remains. Uh, Without Brady, without that run of success that was largely fueled by TB12, we'd be looking at Belichick so much differently right now. And the only reason he's not getting blasted, the only reason this isn't leading sports center and... That's because he has those six rings as the head coach of the Patriots. It buys him a a lot of, it gives him a much longer leash, basically, is what it does. And he doesn't get questioned as much. Do you think if if Doug Peterson, the new head coach of the Jags, or uh, Dan Campbell of the Lions, right? They're on hard knocks. What if Dan Campbell was like, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. We're not going to have an offensive coordinator we're just going to have a couple of dudes that flamed out as head coaches. They're just going to split um, offensive play calling duties. And uh, one of them was mostly a defensive coordinator. And uh, that's the plan. That's the plan. <laughs> Do you realize what people would say? They'd be going nuts. The only reason they're not is because Belichick has sustained success. But it is a strange plan. I don't get it at all. I'm Brian No in for Big Ben here on Fox Sports Radio. Now, we switch gears. Uh, props to the gold standard of preseason football. That would be your Baltimore Ravens. They win again. They've won 21 straight preseason games. That's insane. Beat the Titans 23-10. to 10. Now, from a gambling perspective, they're not just winning, they're covering here. 19-2 and two against the spread during this 21-game winning streak. It's insane. They didn't play hardly any of their starters. Remember all those injuries they had last year? So John Harbaugh is like, yeah, this starter's not playing. Lamar's not playing. Marlon Humphrey's not playing. This guy's not playing. That guy's not playing. That They still won. Didn't matter. It's crazy. Just blindly bet the Ravens, and all will be well. The other part to this game, again, it's a lot less about the game. It's about the teams. Malik Willis. So Malik Willis, the rookie quarterback, he enters the chat over here, huh? So Malik Willis looked pretty good. Got the start for the Titans. Ran for a touchdown. Had a couple of nice throws. Threw a deep ball. Had this nice first down completion where he went sidewinder. He went like an MLB sidewinder pitcher and completed the ball. It was pretty nice. Pretty nice. Now, uh... I don't know what people are saying about this. I don't even know how many people saw it. But I would just like to throw this out there. If you happen to think Malik Willis is going to be a good NFL quarterback, fine, great, whatever. That's your thoughts. Maybe you're right. Time will tell. I'll argue that it should take a lot more than a good preseason performance against backups to convince you that any quarterback is the real deal. I have no idea why people fall for this time and time and time again. Remember last year, it was Justin Fields. Justin Fields with the Bears, his first preseason game was against the Dolphins. Played really well. He threw a touchdown pass, also ran for another touchdown, and people just fell in love, head over heels. This guy is unbelievable. What a playmaker. Unbelievable. It's like it's it's against backups. It's against backups. It, like just slow the roll. I don't care who the quarterback is. I don't care if it's Trevor Lawrence, if it's Justin Fields, Malik Wells. You just go on down the road, all down the line. 
just I think you need more than preseason. When it's not ones versus ones. I just do not understand that. Remember those those old uh, PSAs? Friends don't let friends drive drunk. I think there should be a football version of that. Friends don't let friends fall in love with preseason performances. It's a little wordy. I don't know if it'll fit on a t-shirt. Certainly not a bumper sticker. But maybe we can shorten it down. Everybody shortens everything down now, you know? We'll just have initials for that whole thing. Whittle it down. But uh, if one of your buddies is just like, did you see that guy? You know, if you don't smack him right in the face, in in certain terms, just say, I'm not going to let you go down this road, buddy. (laughs) Just let's slow the roll just a little bit until it's at a minimum ones versus ones over here. That's what I think should be the case. All right, your comments more than welcome. As always, hit us up, 877-99 on Fox. That's your phone number. I'm rocking with um, water and Sprite. I'm going to go Sprite tonight. I don't know if that's a good thing. I don't know if uh, the quality of the show will uh, be up to snuff. I love Sprite. We'll see how it works out. Feel free to hit us up on Twitter as well, at The No Show is where you can reach me. Okay, coming up next. It was really cool, but I think it should have been even cooler. I'll explain. I'm Brian No in for Big Ben Maller. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, 
the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Pay attention, Maller Militia. The Ben Maller Show needs your help. Join the Audio Commonwealth and follow your host on Twitter. He's at, in for Ben Maller, Brian No. It's at the No Show, N-O-E. And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason, your announcer guy. I'm at Eddie on Fox. Go, King Eddie. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios, in for Ben Maller, it's Brian No. Hey, Eddie, are you down with Metal Night tonight? What? I don't know. I'm just uh, spitballing here, you know? We could just run with this and go with full-fledged Metal Night. I um, think that would work. What does that entail? Nothing but metal rejoins tonight. Oh, that's uh, fine. Yeah, sure. You're up. I think okay. you need to talk to Roberto about that since he plays the music. Yeah, what do you think about that, Roberto? You got that's a cool. deep library of metal stuff yeah, over there? Yeah, that's cool. I like it. No, Coop's down, I would imagine. Coop, you down for that? I don't know. You're a tool yeah. guy. I'm the, you're okay, good. Tool's metal. Tool is not metal. Oh, God, here we go. You'd be the tiebreaker on that, Eddie. What would you uh what would you say the genre of tool is? Well, it's oh god. You could you could <laughs> say it's not, but it's closer than anything, you know, than whatever else you'd you'd category you'd put it in. Hard rock? Progressive metal. Yeah, I'd go hard rock. Yeah. What coop progressive uh That's a little I don't pretentious. Know, <laughs> read out of a textbook <laughs> rock type thing. <laughs> we studied rock and we do it. More There's nothing wrong with being band. intelligent. Yeah, it, there is when it's rock music. No, I don't want intelligence don't, with my rock come music. On, don't, so you want, want you want dumb? That's what you want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want. Hey, we, uh, we studied the progression. Beer can smashing on forehead. Yes, metal. That's exactly what I want. When it comes to metal or hard rock, that's exactly what I want. That's why. Um, sorry to go on a whole tangent here, but no, you're not. You've wound me up over here. That's why. Uh, Sammy Hagar isn't as good as Dave. Uh, Sammy is too corporate. Sammy is too... And he's a great singer, but he's not Dave. Dave was fun. Like I want fun. I want aggression. I don't want, hey, we did something really smart you, here you with You want the guy song. that hits himself that in the face with the mic stand. That's what you want. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I want. Well, he's all yours. <laughs> Are you a Sammy over Dave guy? Yes, absolutely. Oh, my gosh, I told you this before. You don't remember. I, I like my lead singers uh, to have the ability to sing. I'm weird like that. <laughs> Dave could sing. No, he cannot. Yeah, he can. No, he cannot. I don't care that he's not hitting the exact oh, notes that Yankee Sammy Rose. Hagar is hitting. Get out of here. You, you and your... Are you a tool guy, Eddie? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Dude, it's unraveling here, Eddie. This is not news. I'm you're, sorry you're out, you don't you're remember out, this. You're outnumbered by literally everybody. Gosh. I don't, get your, I don't get your dislike for two. I really don't get it. They're just too boring, man. It's too... Oh, my God. <laughs> they are. They're just too boring. It's the breakdowns. Look, they've got some... I'm not going to say everything is horrible because it's not. But they're breakdowns where they're like, hey, I we're just going to do something really smart here for two minutes. I can't believe we're going down this road again. <laughs> I cannot believe this. I didn't plan it, Eddie. I, I didn't know oh, that you Jesus. went to the dark side on me. I'm sorry. It, it, I, I, this is not new. This is not breaking news, Brian. I'm sorry you don't remember this. I don't. I do a <laughs> bad job. of. I've asked you, you know. The same question over and over again, Eddie. <laughs> kind of have, yeah. I don't know why. I'm we're not, not going to get into an argument about filling up your gas tank, are we? Are we? Let's, let's, uh, no, okay. no, yeah, we part ways on that. What? What? Are, what's our common bond over here? You know, like uh, for Coop and I, we're on opposite sides on Tool, but, you know, we come together on Rage. You know, we have different takes musically, you know, uh, filling up your gas tank in the heart of winter. I say you got to brave the elements as a man. You say... Go in your car. Like, what brings us together? What is the uh, the strong opinion know. that we have uh, that we're on the same side? Know. We about? both love football, I assume. 
There we go. That's that the that's the great uniter of of us all. There it is. Ball, ball unites. Although preseason football is garbage, it's pretty bad. It is pretty bad. By the way, did you watch any of the uh, Hall of Fame? Um, the uh, not Hall of Fame, the Field of Dreams game there, Eddie. Did you check that out at all? Uh, I saw the highlights. It, it's got a cool look to it. I, I mean, love the look, man. Yeah. The, them, I, them really wa- cool. I mean, I actually didn't care for that movie, but them walking really? out of that cor- wow. them walking out of that cornfield is very cool. It's really cool, man. You didn't yeah, like Field of Dreams. No, huh? I didn't. My dad and I didn't play catch. You know, he worked for <laughs> he worked hard for a living. When he came home, he was like, "I'm gonna <laughs> relax now." Uh-huh. Uh, so I played catch with my friends, which was fine. I don't feel like I missed out on anything. But I know that that whole moment where you want to have a catch, Dad. I mean, uh, everyone, some I'm people with Daddy there. Some my people dad was are, always busy. Yeah, some people there. are like, "Oh my God, that's." I, God, so touching, and I'm just like, whatever. I did love the moment, the moment in the movie, but I love this is another common uniter between us, Eddie. I love that you are team play catch. You're not team have a catch. That's stupid. yeah. I don't get that either. That's so dumb. That's bad. Yeah, it's play catch. You go play catch, right? Let's throw the ball around. It's play catch. I've never known anyone growing up that said you want to have, have a catch. catch. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> stupid. Maybe it's a regional thing. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Man. I never heard that before. I will say this about the game, though. It was really cool. I love the backdrop and everything, but I, it should have been cooler. I don't know why they had those two teams. Yeah, I was watching a Reds-Cubs game. I was like, what yeah. am I doing here? But I watched it. I think I that's why. It yeah. Because it's like, yeah. you know what? It, you're here for the uh, the ambiance. You're not here for the game, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to probably watch regardless. Let's put just two teams that are, you know, Heartland beloved teams. And <laughs> go on. I mean, hey, if you but, have the, did, you could did, you could keep the Cubs and have them play, you know, a big name team. That would have been way better than the freaking Reds. You got the Reds in there? Why? I, you know what? I actually, I got to be honest with you. I thought it was Cardinals Cubs. <laughs> I didn't know it was Reds Cubs. And I was like, oh, okay. So even Cards Cubs would have made a lot more sense. Yeah. Great rivalry. I don't know, man. That's one of their marquee events. Hey, did, I, I did Griffey did Griffey Senior drop the ball? I didn't see that. Oh, I didn't uh, see that. <laughs> I didn't I, see that. I, well, I, I should confirm that. I, th- I thought when they when they both uh, okay, for people who didn't see it, Ken Griffey Junior. and Ken Griffey Senior. Yeah, that was came cool. out of the cornfield and have a catch. You know, that's father son. I get it. It's you know okay. And I thought the first ball that Junior threw to Senior, he dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and this is funny because I was talking to Ben uh, the other day. Ben Maller, who used to host this show, now is on uh-huh. suspension. Uh, <laughs> and and Jonas Knox, for whatever reason, bought a bunch of Nerf footballs and brought them in. And so there's like they're littered all over the place. And so people just randomly pick them up and toss them around. Uh-huh. So I was talking to Ben, and we were throwing the Nerf ball back and forth with each other. And I was telling Ben... I've realized I can't throw anymore because I haven't done it in so long. Like when you were a kid, it's like you just you're always throwing a ball, right? And I went I went to my brother in law's house. He asked me if I would go take his dog out to because they weren't going to be home. He would take his dog out, you know, to go to the bathroom. Uh-huh. So I'm playing fetch with the dog in, I'm in this giant backyard. I throw the ball and it like almost goes right into the ground. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, I can't throw anymore. So I what li- happened? Is it a shoulder injury? What, what's going on? I you mean, just forgot? I, you just, I mean, I guess it's not like riding a bike. <laughs> I, I was throwing the ball like I was trying to hit the wall, and I it was awful. I'm like, I, thank God no one's here to see this. I can't throw anymore. <laughs> we need to get uh, you throwing the ball back and forth with Ken Griffey Sr., apparently, is what we need, <laughs> it might we need be to ugly. make that happen. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be able to get it to him, and he'd drop it if I did. I do love this. This is my favorite footnote of the Field of Dreams game. So the Reds, they apparently wore their 1919 World Series uniforms. And they say it's a tie-in, sort of, with the Field of Dreams movie because one of the characters, Shoeless Joe Jackson, he was among the eight White Sox players that was accused of throwing that 1919 World Series. So they're like, oh, I guess we'll just wear our 1919 World Series uniforms and kind of tie in with the movie right there i thought that was hilarious the hologram of harry carey singing take me out to the ball game was just weird like kind of a cool idea weird it was cool and weird at the same time yeah i agree with you on that it was strange strange execution on that i get the thought process but uh oh by the way this is on a, a somber note it was crazy just during the game and watching the game oh yeah and joe yeah. davis you know what i'm about to say yeah Roberto? yeah yeah go ahead 
Yeah, Joe Davis was like, hey, uh, Smoltz, he was talking to John Smoltz, like, uh, you know, I just wanted to, to mention, uh, you know, your dad passed away today. And it's like, what? Wow. And yeah, yeah, John Smoltz was like, yeah, he passed away earlier today. He said this is uh, the perfect day for dad to to leave here if he was going to choose a day because of where they were in that game and the nostalgia and all of that. But it was just crazy. It took a Yeah, he said his father would have been turn. mad at him if he wouldn't have, if he would have not yeah. done the broadcast. That's right. And uh, Smoltz handled it, uh, you know, as well as you can in that moment. Oh, yeah, but big time. That was wild. It was just, you know. We're celebrating baseball and the movie, and we got corn. And yeah, that was, it was a total just like, shocker, man. I was yeah. like, wow, that's sad. Yeah, it was very sad. But I was pretty cool that he, he went there, still did the game, and held it together. That's not an easy he thing did. at all. Yeah. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews 
with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Back to the NFL. We've got news involving Deshaun Watson because, you know, oh, every day. Uh-oh. Uh, the Associated Press reported that Deshaun Watson has proposed accepting an eight-game suspension and a $5 million fine to avoid missing the entire season. That's nice of him. Uh-huh. Uh, meanwhile, the Cleveland Plain Dealer reporting the Browns will consider acquiring Jimmy Garoppolo if Deshaun uh-huh. Watson's six-game suspension uh, is increased, which, which we all pretty much think it's definitely going to, uh, to occur. I now back to Brian Noe in the Fox Sports Radio studios. Wow, pretty interesting, right? Like, uh, I could see why he would say, I'll, I'll take an eight-game suspension because it, be yeah, it could be way worse. <laughs> I could see why he'd do that, sure. Yeah. I don't think the NFL is be like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. No, I don't think they're going to be cool with that. But I, I guess the question is, let's say it's eight games. I think it's going to be more than that. But let's just play this game. If it's eight games, is that a good spot for Jimmy G? to land in Cleveland for eight games, and then you know you're holding a clipboard the rest of the way? Or would you rather play the lottery that things could be... It's kind of like, remember the old uh, Price is Right punch-out game? Bob Barker would punch four holes in that board, and you would you he'd pull a dollar amount. You could either be like, eh, I'm going to try for something better, or eh, I could do way worse. Jimmy G could... He could hold out a little bit longer... And maybe there's a starter that goes down, happens all the time in practice, and he could be the starter for the entire season. Or would you say, hey, man, eight games, pretty good supporting cast in Cleveland, better than nothing. I'm curious how Jimmy would feel about that. Now, the other part is he really wouldn't have a say if the Browns wanted to trade for him. It's not like he has a no-trade clause. Um, So I think he would just make the best of it. But kind of interesting if that's the scenario or not. I guess when you get to like 10 games, if you get to double-digit games, I think that would be a good spot for Jimmy G to go to Cleveland if the Browns want to make a trade for him. But, yeah, crazy, man. All kinds of layers on that thing. All right, let's go out to the phones here. Blind Seabass is with us. Blind Seabass, what's going on, man? You're on Fox Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the man, the myth, the legend, the man entertaining us on the flyover stage, Brian No. How you doing, my brother? Very well done, Blind Sea Bass. The flyover states, okay. I like that. I'm not hitting the coasts over there. It's just for the flyover states? I forget the coast. It's only okay. it's all about the flyover states. All right, cool, man. What's we're the one mind? that make everything happen. I but, uh, no, yeah, you were talking, you know, you were talking about Malik Willis and uh, you know, here in Nashville, a lot of a lot of us Titans fans are trying to get a, a certain population of us just to calm down because it's going to be at least three years before he's anything that resembles an NFL quarterback. I mean, he coming out of college out of Liberty, you know, it was pretty much just him on the team and he had to do everything. But, you know, here in Nashville, you know, he's got weapons out with Henry, Burks, Bobby Trees, uh, Cooper, a uh, and, you know, uh, just a whole different cast with him. So it's going to be a few years before he's actually NFL ready. So I agree with you. People need, you know, pump the brakes on him. Just chill out. He'll be ready when he's ready. But right now is not it. And, you know, preseason, like you said, they're going against two, threes, and fours. And until he gets down to ones on one versus one, we really don't know what we have in him. Yeah, man, I appreciate you checking in, bud. That's what it comes down to for me. I just don't think there's much you can tell for any rookie quarterback. Um, I just, I don't know. Would you go nuts? Think about this. This is funny. Um, I would explain it this way. Remember Mitch Trubisky? So he had four years with the Bears. Wasn't great. And then he ended up with the Bills. And he was playing in a preseason game against Chicago. And he lit them up. He threw like four touchdown passes, just went ballistic. Nobody lost their mind. Nobody went crazy because we know better. No one was like, Mitch is awesome now. They didn't overreact because we know better. We know Mitch is just ordinary in the NFL, right? 
So it's just funny to me how there are a lot of people that completely forget those lessons when it comes to a rookie quarterback. They did it last year with Justin Fields. People went gaga. Justin Fields looked great against the Dolphins, but it's against twos. It's against backups. Who cares? And Malik Willis, he looked good on Thursday night. And some of the throws that he made, really nice throws. Um, but, hey, man, I don't know why you would get giddy against twos and threes. You know, I, My whole point is it's not that uh, I don't believe in this quarterback or that quarterback. I'm just telling you there's not much to take away in the preseason for any good performance against backups. It, it just doesn't mean anything. But, hey, man, when it comes to rookies <laughs> – I guess I guess it's a hope thing, right? You're just hoping your team has found the solution. And you want to believe it. And I get it. I under, I'm a fan too. I understand it. But I'm still going to be realistic. And I'm not going to overreact to something that doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot. You know what I mean? It'd be like, I don't know. It'd be like, uh, it's probably a horrible comparison. But it'd be like going on a date. And the girl you're out with does something that's just like, okay, you know, whatever. And you completely overreact to it. Like, you bought me a number three meal. You're the one. This is unbelievable. You know what I mean? It just wouldn't make sense. That's not a good enough indication that you found the right person. And it works like that with preseason football also. All right, plenty to get to. Feel free to hit us up. Coming up next, something that Eddie mentioned just a couple of minutes ago. What this news means for a team and their quest. We'll get to that. I'm Brian No in for Big Ben Maller. This is Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. So much for the old metal night. For better or worse, the Ben Maller Show is not general issue sports talk. The Maller Militia is all-inclusive, welcoming everyone from the country club to the trailer park. Facebook's a fun zone for all of us. You can chat with other P1s. It's free and easy. Just like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, in for Ben Maller, it's Brian No. Man, Roberto was really committed to metal night. Huh, Eddie? It lasted <laughs> one bumper right there. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Coop's got Tool in the metal category. He might have Fred Durst over there in the metal category also. I don't know. That's that's a cheap shot at Coop now. Uh, Your gripe is with Roberto, not with Coop. Yeah. You know, sometimes the straight bullets hit somebody else. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like, happens every now and then. Uh, I'll get to the phones here in a moment here. 877-99 on Fox is the phone number. But Eddie mentioned this a couple of minutes ago about Tom Brady. So Tom Brady is away from the Bucks right now. Head coach Todd Bowles said he's excused from the team for personal reasons. He plans to return after the August 20th preseason game against the Titans. So that's well over a week. Um, and so Brady's gone this whole time. He was excused from a joint practice with the Dolphins on Thursday. And he actually, I didn't remember this, but going back to last Friday, that was August 5th, he was excused from that practice for a personal matter. So, uh, Bull said he's his confidence level is pretty high when it comes to Brady being back and in the lineup for week one. So, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I mean, it seems to indicate it's something family-related. I hope everybody's healthy and fine. I know his mom has had health issues in the past, but that would be but my would, best But would guess. it be something they discussed beforehand? Like, he, he made it seem like this was well-known that this was going to happen. Yeah, I don't Isn't know. Isn't that kind of odd if it's, a, if it's a health thing? Yeah, right? Like, how much advance notice would you have? It's kind of unpredictable. I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm not sure about this, Eddie, where that's just my best guess is if it's a personal matter and – Tom Brady is reportedly fine, and it's got to be something serious enough. We know how Brady is with his preparation, so I would go immediately to maybe something family-related. Uh, I don't know. That's just a complete guess, but I don't know what else it would be if uh, he's gone for this long, over a week, you know? That's a long time building up to the season. So uh, Brady, he 
He wasn't uh, scheduled to play in the preseason game against the Dolphins coming up on Friday anyway. And last year, he he played in a couple of games here. Uh, He only went 12 for 16 throwing the ball, so it's not like he saw a ton of action, but I don't know. I just My thought goes straight to, I hope everybody's okay in his family because to me, it it tends to indicate it might be something family-related. But in any event, uh, they expect him back, and hopefully all things are well, but the GOAT going to be away for about a week or so as it stands right now. All right, 877-99 on Fox is your phone number. Paul, our guy, is in Rhode Island. Uh, Paul, welcome to the show. What's the uh, What did you call it when you're drinking? What do you call it? Sloshed? You had a certain word for it the other night. I did? Oh, yeah. I just I, said, uh, <laughs> I just, I slip red breast, top shelf, top shelf stuff. That's all. No big deal. Okay. Did, he say, did he say snookered? Snookered. Was it snookered? Oh, I was snookered. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you guys take so long. You think, uh, I'm glad I, I got through before the wizard lady. <laughs> the wizard lady? <laughs> yeah, man. What the hell? I don't, I don't know if Andrea likes that Who? moniker there, Paul. I'm Who? not sure about that. Yeah, I mean, I, I give you ratings. She don't give you ratings. I give you ratings. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is turning. It's took a, a, a serious left turn right here, Paul. Okay. All right. You want to you wanna bash me? That's fine. Listen, uh, I don't even know. I started the call about Deshaun Watson. It's going to be six from the federal, six from the NFL to make it even. And because... And everybody's been what? bashing about Federal. why he's taking first raps. Well, well, guess what? I got a boatload of money involving this guy. He hasn't played in a year, obviously. I want to see what, I, what I'm getting, you know? You're, you're going to get someone who, in your opinion, is going to be sitting for 12 games. So why uh, yeah, would he get the bulk six. of first-team reps right now? It makes no sense. He's been out for for a year. I, I mean, I'm guessing that's uh, – that, I'm going that route. But Let me ask okay. you this, Paul. Let me ask you this real fast. Okay, let's say that let's say Deshaun is suspended for let's just call it twelve games for the sake of argument. Okay, and yes. if the Browns if they traded for Jimmy Garoppolo, no, he's that's gonna not be there. Happen. Well, let's just say it does because it might say they trade for Jimmy G. Okay, so it's Brissett and Jimmy G. Jimmy G is gonna be the Week One starter. Wouldn't it make sense to give Jimmy G the bulk of the first team reps at that stage? No. No, it you know why? why? Why Why is that? No, because Jimmy G is a, 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 a top-end quarterback. He gets you into the playoffs. He wins you in the playoffs. Jimmy G, if he's thrown into the fire in the beginning of the season, uh, um, he might get hurt again, you know? So let's, let's rip the contract, go play for Josh McDaniels, I always promote this, and I know you hate me for this, but just go, you know, maybe Carr being in that division, maybe he might get bashed after nine games. The Raiders are not, they're not trading for Jimmy G, okay? Like, it's not happening, Paul. He's owed like $24 million. The only way it would work out is if the Browns don't have Deshaun for 10-plus games. They would trade for him. They have the cap. I don't want Jimmy G. I'd rather have Carr. Jimmy G sucks, dude. Yeah, I say Jimmy just a guy. He's he's just he's average. Nothing special right there. I don't I don't know what it is. I I guess I, I get some of it, but it's still maddening here. Where you've got to separate how you look at the individual player compared to how you look at the team. The Niners have had a a good team, okay? And Jimmy was part of that success. But he was more along for the ride than the reason why they were successful. And I don't know why there are so many people that struggle with that. Right? I know Jimmy G was, what was he, 31 and 14 as a starter in San Francisco? What's a good record? They have a, a really good supporting cast. And he leaves a lot to be desired. He'd have a ring if he hit Emmanuel Sanders, who was open in the Super Bowl. That's where he's not special. I don't know. It's a Jimmy G thing is interesting and maddening at the same time. All right, coming up next. Who are the most interesting teams as we speak? We'll lay that on out. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. 
Zen Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.